Hello, buenos dias, buenas tardes, and welcome to another episode of Spanish Obsessed. This is a beginner's episode. And in this episode, we're going to be teaching you a few ways that you can negotiate prices. So it's related to the last episode, if you listened to that, if you haven't, then go back and have a listen, where we talked about going shopping. So especially in Colombia, I know I always say this every episode, but over here, and I think in all of Latin America, negotiating prices is a big part of shopping. Obviously, depending on where you are. If you're in a supermarket, for example, then those prices are non-negotiable. But if you're out on the street, then anything goes, and the price is what you negotiate with the seller. So in this episode, we're going to be exploring ways that you can negotiate prices so that when you do go shopping on the street, you get the best possible deal. First of all, we're going to listen to a dialogue which I recorded with Liz, where we negotiate some prices. So before we listen to that, I'm going to give you three things to listen out for. So see if you can spot these in the dialogue. So the first thing is, how do you say expensive in Spanish? Probably quite easy, but have a listen out for it anyway in the dialogue. Second one, a little bit more difficult. How do you say, how much will you let me have it for? How do you say, how much will you let me have it for? And thirdly, how do you say discount? So as you listen to the dialogue, listen out for expensive, how much will you let me have it for, and discount. Okay, so let's go ahead and listen to that dialogue. Buenas tardes. Me gustan mucho tus mochilas. ¿Cuánto cuesta esta? Buenas tardes. Esa está en 250 mil pesos. Está hecha a mano. Es un tejido ancestral de los indios arauacos. Ya veo. Me encanta. Pero sí, me parece un poco costosa. ¿En cuánto me la podría dejar? Bueno, como es lana auténtica del país, no te puedo hacer mucho descuento porque ya es un buen precio por el trabajo artesanal. La podría dejar en 220 mil pesos. La verdad, no quería gastar más de 180 mil. ¿Cuál es tu precio mínimo? No podría bajar más de 200 mil. Listo. Quedamos en 200 mil entonces. Mira, aquí tienes. Muchas gracias por tu compra. So, have you ever heard of una mochila? Well, it's often used in Spanish to simply mean backpack, but here in Colombia, una mochila is a special artisanal bag which is handmade and it's associated with um, the indigenous here in Colombia. So, there's different types of mochilas and they're really cool. If you haven't seen them, then go and Google Mochila Colombia and you'll see what some of them look like. But you often find these for sale in markets and that's what we're looking at or listening to here. So you heard, buenas tardes, good afternoon. Me gustan mucho tus mochilas. Me gustan mucho tus mochilas. So I very much like your bags. Let's call them bags. And it's me gustan because it's multiple mochilas. It's plural. So gustan. Me gustan mucho tus mochilas. I very much like your mochilas. I very much like your bags. ¿Cuánto cuesta esta? ¿Cuánto cuesta esta? So the verb costar, meaning to cost. How much does this one cost? Remember, costar is a stem-changing verb, so it's not cuánto costa, it's cuánto cuesta. Cuánto cuesta esta. Esta refers to la mochila, so it's feminine and singular. 
¿Cuánto cuesta esta? How much does this one cost? Hola, buenas tardes. Esa está en 250 mil pesos. Está hecha a mano y es un tejido ancestral de los indios arahuacos. So, what did we hear here? Again, buenas tardes, good afternoon. Esa, referring to that one, esa, E-S-A, esa, esa mochila, está en 250 mil pesos. So, that one is at... 250,000 pesos. So when we're talking about prices, you'll often hear the verb estar. Está en plus the price. Está en 250 mil pesos. It costs or is in 250,000 pesos colombianos, Colombian pesos. We also heard está hecha a mano. So hecho or hecha a mano means handmade. And again, it's feminine hecha a mano because it's referring to la mochila. You're seeing a recurring theme here where we have to kind of bear in mind what we're talking about. It's una mochila, which is feminine and singular. I'm going to keep on banging on about this, but that's what we're referring back to whenever we say, I guess, conjugating a verb or, or changing an adjective. We always need to be thinking about what are we referring to. So esta hecha a mano means it's handmade. And you also heard es un tejido ancestral de los indios arahuacos. Look, this is not <laughs> this is not a phrase you'll probably need to memorize, but uh, it means it's an ancestral weave. Un tejido is a weave from the Arawakan, which is a from the Arawakan uh, indigenous people. Ya veo, me encanta. Pero sí, me parece un poco costosa. ¿En cuánto me la podría dejar? So right before this dialogue, I asked. How do you say expensive and how much will you let me have it for? And we heard both of those here. So let's take it from the start. Ya veo. It's literally like, I see. Ya veo. Me encanta. I love it. Me encanta. Pero sí, me parece un poco costosa. But yes, me parece, it seems to me, un poco costosa. So the word here, costosa, Again, feminine, singular, we're talking about una mochila, means expensive. So this is one way of saying expensive. And that's the one which is primarily used in Latin America. But you'll also hear, typically more in Spain, caro, with one R. So not carro, with two R's, because that means cart or car. But with one R, it means expensive. And the final phrase we heard was, en cuanto me la podría dejar. En cuanto me la podría dejar. So this is quite a set expression, and it means, how much could you let me have it for? And this is a really useful negotiating tool, where you're saying, okay, well, that's the price, but how much for me? You know, how much will you let me have it for? En cuanto me la podría dejar? We're saying me la, because we're talking about una mochila, but if you're talking about, let's say, uh, something which is masculine and plural, so let's say, unos zapatos, we'd say, en cuanto me los podría dejar. Literally, how much could you leave them for me? Bueno, es que es una lana auténtica del país. No, no te puedo hacer mucho descuento porque ya es un buen precio por el trabajo artesanal. Eh, pero la podría dejar en 220 mil. The third thing which you were to listen out for was the word discount. And that's what we heard here. Un descuento. 
So descuento means discount and it even sounds quite similar and it, I think it probably shares the same root. So discount, descuento, un descuento. So you can hacer un descuento or you can dar un descuento. You can do a discount or give a discount. And that's what we heard here. So let's take this phrase by phrase or step by step. So Liz said, uh, bueno, como es lana auténtica del país? And that means, well, as it's authentic wool of the of the country, so authentic country wool, no te puedo dar or no te puedo hacer mucho descuento. I can't give you or I can't do you much of a discount porque ya es un buen precio por el trabajo artesanal. Because it's already a good price, un buen precio por el trabajo artesanal, for the artisanal work. La podría dejar en 220 mil. So again, that verb dejar, meaning to leave, to let, referring to a price. La podría dejar. Remember before we said, en cuanto me la podrías dejar, how much could you leave it for? Or here, Liz is saying, la podría dejar en, I could leave it in, I could let you have it for, 220,000. Pues la verdad, no quería gastar más de 180,000. ¿Cuál es tu precio mínimo? So with this one, a quick tip here. When we're talking about comparing, we'd say más que or más de, more than. And if we're talking about numbers, which is the case here, we always use más de. So it's más de plus a number. So más de 180,000, more than 180,000. So let's take this phrase by phrase. We heard la verdad, well, the truth, that the thing is, and this is like one of those conversational crutches where you say like, well, actually, really, la verdad, no quería gastar, I didn't want to spend. So a useful verb here is gastar, meaning to spend. This is a regular AR verb, and we're combining it here with quería, means I did, I wanted to, no quería, I didn't want to, no quería gastar, I didn't want to spend, más de, because it's a number, más de 180,000, what number is that? 180,000, that is 180,000, of course we're not talking about dollars, we're talking about Colombian pesos, so that's, let's see, about $40, I think, and in the end, I said, ¿cuál es tu precio mínimo? And this is another good negotiating tactic, so you kind of, at least over here, what you do is you ask for a discount and then you ask for it again in a different way and then you kind of keep asking for a discount. You say, oh, so what's the lowest price you can do for me? And then and then what discount can you do on that? And and can you lower the price anymore? And what's the what's the lowest price you could do? Just kind of layer on these questions and that's kind of how they negotiate. You don't need to justify it. You just say, well, can you do a lower price? So that's what we're doing here. I said, ¿cuál es tu precio mínimo? This is like a kind of finisher, if you like, like... So what's the minimum price? ¿Cuál es tu precio mínimo? Precio mínimo, minimum price. Precio means price. ¿Cuál es? And we don't use que, we say cuál. ¿Cuál es tu precio mínimo? What's the lowest price? No podría bajar más de 200,000, la verdad. So again, we're hearing más de, with numbers, más de 200,000, more than 200,000. And another important verb we heard here was bajar. And that means to lower or go down. So you can apply this with prices. 
bajar el precio es to lower the price. No podría bajar más de 200 mil means I couldn't go down or I couldn't lower more than 200,000. So if bajar el precio is to lower or drop the price, how could you say increase the price? We'd use the verb subir. Bajar to go down, subir to go up. So subir el precio is to raise or increase the price. Listo, pues quedamos en 200 mil entonces. Y mira, aquí tienes. Super, muchas gracias por tu compra. So I used the verb quedar, again with the meaning of like to settle. So we stay, quedamos, we settle, quedamos en 200 mil. We settle on 200,000. So there we're fixing the price. When you want to close negotiations, you say quedamos en, and that's quedamos en plus your price. Quedamos en 200 mil. And then we finished off by saying, mira, aquí tienes, that's me saying, look, here you go, here's the money. And Liz says, thank you. So that's the end of our dialogue and the analysis. What we're going to do next is make this language yours to keep and use. So we'll pull out some of those key phrases. We'll make some adaptations to it so you can go out into the world and make it your own. So just before we go into that, I just wanted to point out that one of the things which is really difficult for us as English speakers, and not just as beginners, but also as, you know, really more advanced learners, is remembering what we're talking about and remembering whether it's masculine or feminine, singular or plural, and constantly referring back to it as la or los, and conjugating verbs correctly based on that, and changing adjectives, so we know, we'd say me queda grande or me queda pequeño, remembering what it is that we're referring to. So if it's something that you struggle with, don't worry. You know, this is difficult for all English speakers because, of course, we don't do this in English. We don't need to constantly be thinking about what we're referring to and changing the rest of our verbs. It's just it or it might be them. Um, so just to bear that in mind. But let's take some of this language and make it ours. So... Can you remember, how do you say, lower the price? Bajar el precio. And can you remember, how do you say, raise the price? Subir el precio. How do you say, expensive? And we looked at a couple of ways of doing this. Costoso o caro. How could you say, it seems expensive to me. Me parece costoso. O me parece caro. It's too expensive. Es demasiado costoso. O es demasiado caro. How much will you let me have it for? I remember we looked at the formal way, but how could you say this in a more informal way. En cuanto me lo podría dejar. So that's the formal way. And the more informal way, there's a couple ways we could do this. You could say, en cuanto me lo podrías dejar. So using the tú instead of usted form with the verb poder, podrías. Or you could omit that verb entirely. You could say something like, 
en cuanto me lo dejas. En cuanto me lo dejas. So how much do you leave it for me? How much? It, it sounds weird in English. It's a literal translation. But how much do you leave it for me is how much will you let me have it for? So there's a few phrases and a few words, a few pieces of vocabulary, which you'll find really helpful in negotiating a price. I hope you found this useful. And if you did, then be sure to, well, firstly, subscribe to this podcast, wherever you are. That really helps us reach new people and gives me motivation to actually produce more of these episodes. And then you could also head over to SpanishObsessed.com. You can sign up for free there and we've got a few different things you can sign up for depending on, on when you're doing that. We're changing our offer at the moment, but you'll find a few goodies there if you head over to SpanishObsessed.com. And finally, there is a course, a complete structured beginner course designed to get you through those really tough beginner stages of Spanish. That's called Foundations One. It's part of what will be a series of foundations courses. But again, if you head over to SpanishObsessed.com, you'll find that easily enough. There'll be more details about all of these offers coming in the next few episodes. So stay tuned and I can't wait to see you in the next episode. Hasta luego.